Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripa Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart every episode of The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast, so there are potentially spoilers ahead. This week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 7, Haunted. In this episode, we pretty much deal with Vicky as she tries to work through being a vampire and her hunger and all of those issues. Stefan's trying to help her through that. Damon flirts with Carol Lockwood, and Bonnie goes to Graham's toward the end of the episode and gets advice about being a witch and learns about the necklace. Yeah, it's a great episode. It is. It really is. More emotional than I remembered, too. Oh, yeah. This is the first one I... Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll I'll save it. Um, But yeah, it's a pretty good highlights one. We have our first vampire death. It's the first time I think that we see what happens when a vampire dies. Yep which is interesting. And then um, we get to find out more about the council. I don't know if yes. they had a name before this. We'd kind of seen them meeting in the back rooms of founders parties yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, Liz and Logan. But this time there talking. was a name to it, the yes. council. So yeah. pretty notable things. Yeah. I also just made a little side note that we got to see Matt's house for the first time. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was fun. I don't know. It's just a small thing, but... We barely, yeah. rarely get to see it. Yeah, but it not is really all that time. often. It's like mm-hmm. one or two times, but... Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was a fun little thing. And then I think this is the first time we've really had, like, Graham's dialogue. Yes, this we actually get to know a little bit about Graham, so we get to yes. learn about her. So, lots of exciting stuff. Yeah. But, of course, we pick up right where we left off. Vicky is just loose in the woods, but um, not the woods this time. She shows up at school at night. Yep. Where conveniently her terrible ex-boyfriend hookup person, whatever they are to each other, Tyler Tyler is. Yeah, he's like leaving school really late from practice, getting in his car. And Vicky shows up and, you know, he's just calling her out. Everybody thinks you're on drugs. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? She's having a whole panic attack. That's all before Stefan and Damon show up. And then, of course, before she does get the chance to feed on him. Yes. Um, Stefan stops her. Then Damon shows up. And Damon's kind of like... Oh, nobody's going to care if this, uh, I don't know if he calls him a loser, what he calls him, whatever he calls Tyler. Ty- yeah. He's like, oh, nobody will care if this idiot, that's what he says. Yeah. Nobody will care if this idiot <laughs> dies. Yeah. Which is really ironic, knowing um, His how, whole how that whole thing is. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first, which I guess that's notable too. That's the first interaction Tyler has with Stefan and Damon. Yeah, um, one-on-one. I'm sure he'd been around Stefan somewhere, somehow the football before. football team, yeah. Yeah, that's true, the football team. But this is the first one with Damon and kind of being involved yeah. with the supernatural stuff, um, which, of course, they make him forget anyway. So it's not yeah. like he has any takeaway from this. I love the moment when they make him forget. Damon immediately like compels him and then immediately throws him across the parking lot, yeah. which I just love imagining that Tyler just thinks he like fell yeah. really hard on the concrete or yeah, something. Yeah, he just I has to know. like wake up from that memory, memory loss and be like, I'm on the ground. Yeah. How did I'm I get in here? Immense pain, probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. So yeah. yeah, don't know don't know if that was the smoothest move there, but it, it worked for now, I suppose. It was, yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Um and then of course that night ends, which that's, you know, from the previous episode's night still. So it's mm-hmm. been a long night for Stefan and Damon hunting down Vicky, I would imagine. Yes. Killing Logan. Damon had to probably go back and get rid of his body or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that's a whole thing. Um, we've made it to the next morning and Jeremy, poor Jeremy, he's skipping school so he can go mm-hmm. for the search party for Vicky because yes. he's really worried about her. Yeah. And I just feel so bad for him. I, I feel know. like, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with Jeremy in this episode. So much. Yeah. Um, and it just sucks too that, you know, Elena knows what's actually going on and she's really trying to discourage mm-hmm. him from going to do the like search party and skipping school. But like he is doing the right thing. Yeah. It's very yeah. valid to skip school to go look for your missing friend. Girlfriend. They're yeah, basically girlfriend. dating at this point, if not yeah. actually. But even then, just a friend, too, would anyone. be fine. Honestly, anyone from a small town like this, I feel yeah. like... Because it's not just like, oh, I just want to go see where she's at. Like, no, people are genuinely concerned. It's a search concerned. party. It yeah. is a search party. Matt says, like, the police are looking for her. Like, yeah. it, people are worried for her. Yes. So skipping school is fine, which, of course, Elena is just doing it because she knows where she is. She knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, but still, I'm like... She should have just let him have it. Elena could have... There's so... This is going to come up a, whole, a lot this episode. There are, like, a dozen different moves that I think Elena should have made differently. I think so, Throughout too. this episode. Yeah. And it starts off first thing in the morning with being like, don't go on the search party. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah and then uh matt's at school which is he at the search party i don't know he's he's somehow at school when he gets the call from vicky and so vicky when she gives the phone call is actually with stefan and damon she's at the yep. salvatore house and um Damon is like looking at the newspaper and just making jokes and being Damon. Yeah. And he points out in the newspaper that there's nothing in there about Logan dying. Yes. Which is interesting. So he's very aware of the fact now that somebody's covering it up. Um, Mm -hmm. This is, we're starting to get into some really interesting, like bigger plot points of this season. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've been saying a lot of these episodes have been set up episodes for just like, here's the characters, here's how the vampire stuff works. And they're great, but it is really nice to start being like, okay, we're getting a hint of something larger going on. And most of that is coming from Damon right now. Yeah. Who he mentions the Logan death is being covered up. He has the compass. He doesn't really acknowledge it much in this episode. No. He kind of shows that he has it again. But he doesn't really say anything about mm-hmm. it. Um, and Stefan's trying to coach Vic- Vicky right now. Yeah. Which is yeah. just not going well, obviously. No. And then it really doesn't go well because then Elena shows up at the house. Uh, yeah, another bad move. I don't know why she'd even show up. But... Yeah, they then when she shows up, she kind of talks to Vicky and Vicky tries to call Jeremy. And I think this is like maybe Alina's really worst misstep is just saying like, you know, you have to let him go. Like you can never see Jeremy again. Why would she say that? I feel like that's like basically the thing in Inception where they say, how do you get someone to like not to think about elephants? Say, don't think about elephants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the if she hadn't said, don't go see Jeremy, I don't think she I mean, she was planning to call him, of course, but yeah, I don't think she would have been feeling as strongly that she needed to go see him, like, right yeah. then and there. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it is part of that. Vicky just has that personality. If you're told not to do something, you're going to do it. Absolutely. But I also think 100% the way that Elena approached it was just bad. Not good. It was, like, not, not she has good intentions. She wants to protect Jeremy, obviously, but the way that she says it is just so self-righteous in this really uncomfortable way and Mm -hmm. it's like you know we've said this many times we love elena i love elena i am not an elena hater as a lot of people are yeah but i really see what the elena haters are on in this episode because yeah it's not her best episode it's such a bad elena episode like just in every single second yeah every single second of this episode elena is like a victim and being this Mm self-righteous like character who just wants to like have everything her way and again like a lot of it is justified jeremy is not aware that vicky is a vampire vicky should not be spending time with jeremy but like she she approaches it with zero subtlety and then the other problem i have with it too is like um you know so she comes to the house and she just joins like these lessons stefan's talking to vicky Mm. about human blood and vicky asks if he's ever had any and he says not in several years or whatever. He kind yeah. of just gives a vague non-answer. And I think 90% of the reason he did that is because Elena was sitting right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why she has to be there for that at all. No, it's not helpful because I think if Elena wasn't there, Stefan could have been more forthcoming and said, I have had human blood. And when I do, I kill people. Yeah. Lots of people. I yeah. have killed hundreds of people. Thousands, probably. Yeah. Thousands. Yeah, yeah. honestly, probably thousands over 140-some years. And yeah. so it's like... I, I, it just makes me so mad at Elena that she, again, is just like... Inserting herself. Inserting herself her. and making it about her and making it about protecting Jeremy when in this moment it can't be about protecting Jeremy or Elena being happy with the situation. It needs to be about helping Vicky and it yes. needs to be about how to best get Vicky through this scenario and Elena being there. She just found out about vampires a few days ago, maybe, like a week ago, max. Yeah. She's, help- she's helping no one. She's helping nobody and she's really just preventing it. I mean... Maybe you could say that Stefan probably would have said the exact same thing without Elena there and, you know, whatever. Maybe. It's, we don't know. We'll never know. Um, But I like to believe that, like, Vicky needed to hear um, how bad it really is. And Stefan could have told her that, but he wasn't ready to have that conversation in front of Elena because Elena didn't know any of that. No, I think you're right. I mean, she didn't know anything. In fact, this was something else I was realizing on a rewatch. I think this is the first time we get any hint at Stefan's past. Yes. I mean, I think... He, he gives big... Of, I mean, we know he we has know a he blood problem drink, a little yeah. bit. Like, just that he doesn't drink human blood. Yes. But I think it comes across as, like, every vampire has that issue. And yes. And even in this episode, I think it comes across like every vampire has that issue. But I do think this is the first one where it's, like, a little stressed on the fact that Stefan... Yeah. ...has this issue. Yes. It feels a little bit more pointed. 
Yeah, I think so. I think this is our first hint that he's a ripper, which, mm-hmm. again, we'll talk about that more and more when as he finally drinks. Knows. Yeah, as when he finally drinks human blood. But yeah, I think this is like our first little hint, which I also thought was interesting. But yeah, yeah I don't know how much he would have said, but I feel I feel like he would have been more forthcoming. Yeah, it, it just would have, I think, gone better overall. Um, yeah, which also Vicky's not a bad person. I don't think she'd want no. to kill people. Like, I don't no. think she'd be OK with that. So if he said you'll kill people. If you yeah feed too much or go too crazy out of control, it's yeah. it's really hard to believe that pretty much anybody, especially any like high schooler yes. like this, could be put in this situation and be told you really will probably kill people. Like yeah, there's no way you get out of this without killing one person. Yeah, on accident. No one does. So. No one does. Every single person who becomes a vampire has killed at minimum one person on yes. accident. Not even like unintentional you know neck snap to protect somebody like Mm -hmm. no accidentally drain someone's blood everyone has and so it's like i do think that vicky is a good enough person that that would have kind of scared her her straight yeah yeah scared straight yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's what vicky needed was to be scared straight yeah no she really did elena being there doesn't help and then the other thing obviously is like with the heightened emotions of being a vampire especially in those first few days Elena is a bad person to be around. She has so much reason to be mad at Elena. That's what she says is like, you know, when I look at you, I just see that you dragged my brother around for 15 years. Yeah. And, you know, broke up with him and whatever. She doesn't, I don't think she really ever liked Elena. No. Um, But as a human, we never saw her that hostile towards her. But like the vampire side is going to bring that out. Oh, definitely. And I also think, I mean, I think. Vicky has already alluded to the fact that people in the town think of her as lesser and lower class. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Gilberts are a founding family. Like, I feel like there's that level of resentment, too, that maybe Elena isn't really totally aware of because yeah. she's not on the right side of it to be aware of it. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like Vicky has every reason to dislike her, especially after she says not to see Jeremy. Yeah. But it's like, Elena, just leave at that point. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have come, but you should definitely be leaving now. Yeah. Yeah, which, of course, you know, she does react too strongly where she holds Elena up against the wall. Yes. Chokes her and threatens her. But then it, again, Elena just irks me because then it cuts to the scene and Elena's like, she threatened me. Yeah, she's like rubbing her <laughs> rubbing neck, her which to be fair, probably hurt. But yeah, I, I do. She's valid in the way that she reacts. But yeah. like watching it, it's so annoying. It's like, yeah, Elena. I, I love her to death, so I don't really mean any of this. But, like, get over yourself. Like, yeah. this is an episode where the Elena haters are justified that Elena is being just like, okay, Elena, me. she threatened you. She's literally just got turned into a vampire. Her emotions are on extreme overdrive. Like, yes. let her have this one. Just forgive and forget. Yeah. It's actually interesting. Now that we're talking about this, it's got me thinking, and we'll probably get to it more later. But I'm wondering if just, like, Elena's reaction in this moment and then later on if that's why she ends up having to die is a lot because of Elena's reactions yeah and Stefan seeing those reactions yeah I think it is a big part of it I think that um Stefan knows that Vicky is a threat to Elena and that's the one person that would make him go into that protection mode to go into that huge action of just killing her yes so I think it is a big reason I think that if, you know, Vicky had been, had a vendetta against Tyler, everyone would have kind of let it happen. Yeah, they would have been like, okay, whatever. Tyler, <laughs> she can be dealt with. And I kind of thought about that at the end of the episode when Elena's talking to Jeremy about mm-hmm. she would have killed me. Um, yes. It's like, if, you know, they were never going to let Vicky live over Elena, but like Vicky could have lived over like Tyler. Definitely. At this over point. most people, I think, actually. Like, yeah. Maybe not point. most, but a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. So... It was just really bad that she happened to sort of target Elena and all of this. It was just not going to work. She didn't know what she was doing. No, she really didn't. But she did know what she was doing in some regards because she goes to have the conversation with Damon, asks why he was turned into a vampire. He turned her into a vampire. And he just says, like, because I was bored. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, well, let's go outside and, like, run around. Yeah. She's like, great. (laughs) Sure, that'd be fun. Yeah. And, of course, the second she starts vamp running, she just bolts. Yeah, of course. Because, of course, you would. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love Damon. I think he is very cunning and smart. But this moment, I'm like, you had to see that coming. You got played. You got got. 
Well, see, that's kind of my guess is it's not necessarily that he didn't think it would happen. It's that he didn't just he just didn't care. That's kind of my perception of it is he's like, "Mm, she could run away. But yeah, I guess consequences for me are pretty low. He does say to Elena, like, I don't care about any of this at all. That's this is exactly. And he did say he was bored. So, yeah, I guess he really just did not care if she gets away. I think that's exactly what it was. He like there's no way Damon is smart. He must have known she would run. He literally just didn't care. Or at least she she could. Yeah. He just didn't care if she did or not. That's what it comes down (laughs) to. That He was like. Eh, well, well, we'll if see. She does. It's Stefan's problem. <laughs> yeah, he just gives it the oops, my bad. His, yeah, his line his of the series oops. at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, but Vicky, of course, goes back home right away. Yep. She goes to see Matt. Um, and poor Matt is just freaking out. He's just yep. like, she has to get invited in. And yeah. um, I think we see like more of like the, like that you physically yeah. can't enter. Before, I feel like That's it's just true. been like, Stefan waited outside, Damon waited outside, but we've seen mm-hmm. Vicky, like, hits basically an invisible wall. Like, you really physically can't break yeah. the barrier. Yeah. Just a little aside, but... Yeah. I, I don't think we had seen that before. We kind of, we knew, obviously, from right. several instances that they had to be invited in. Because um, I was actually just thinking about it, that it's like, they were using also auditory clues mm-hmm. as to the being locked out, which I always find interesting. Um, yeah. I'm a big sound movie nerd i love sound and this show does it really well in that moment especially where you sort of just hear this weird echoing sound when you mm-hmm. kind of like can't enter a door yeah. it's kind of like you're hitting like a force field or something yeah yeah um, and so it's really helpful for like putting that sort of yeah. like rule in your head um but vicky does get invited in so she comes yes, in of course matt <laughs> Matt makes her the the wonderful, you've been gone and missing and on a drug bender and your friends died meal of a hot dog and tater tots. <laughs> he is trying his best. I will take, honestly, this has been a really, info- like, I don't know, this has been a really transformative rewatch for me because Matt is so sympathetic to me. I will take no Matt slander. <laughs> he is doing his best making that hot dog and tater tots. It's yeah. probably all he knows how to cook. I mean, he is a 17-year-old like boy. He's 17, yeah. Yeah, a 17-year-old boy, even knowing how to make a hot dog and tater tots is impressive. unfortunately impressive. Impressive. Yeah. So that's what he makes for her. Um, and, of course, she freaks out. She's still mm-hmm. having a really hard time controlling her emotions. Yeah. She breaks the plate. Um, and then she is just texting Jeremy. She's just yeah, like, how course. can I meet up yeah. with Jeremy? Um, which... Stefan shows up at the house before yeah. she can go meet up with Jeremy, and he's trying to get into the house, which Matt is like, you know, did he do something to you? Yes. Like, what's going on? Yeah, because she's very adamant she doesn't want him to come in. Yeah, which I just feel so bad about. Like, I just hate that Vicky did that. Like, I know. It, I understand. She just is refusing help. She doesn't want yes. the help. It tracks with her personality. It tracks with how confusing this whole experience has been. She doesn't know Stefan. Yeah. She doesn't know Damon, and Damon's the one who's been doing all of this to her. So why would she want to trust him and, like, let him in to help? Yeah. Um, why would she think she needs his help? But she does. But instead, she's, like, using Matt as this weird shield. Yeah. Um, which she continues to do throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, so Stefan can't get to Vicky. Um, but... Elena's at home with Jeremy, and she's still trying to do the, like, protect Jeremy, let's make Jeremy, like, let's do something together. Yeah, let's go out, let's go to the Halloween party. Which, stupid plan. If she wanted to protect Jeremy, why would you not be like, let's stay in and, like, watch a movie In a house where no one's invited in. No vampire can get in. I I guess she's new to the vampire rules, maybe she forgot, but Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, is it's definitely just she's too new to the game, because... I feel like we see that time and time again throughout the series where if you're trying to avoid a vampire, you stay in. You stay in, yes. Like, yeah, humans, when you're trying to avoid, like, some sort of incident, you go to a public place. Public places are great to, like, be, you know, whatever. Um, But not in vampire world. If you're in a public place, it takes them two seconds to grab you and, like, whatever. Like, you're not that well protected. Yeah. so, yeah, I she probably just hadn't really sort of figured yeah. out that yet. But she would have been way safer keeping Jeremy in, forcing him to watch a movie, sitting by the front door so that, like, if Vicky ever showed up, like, she's not allowed in. Yes. But, no, they yeah. go to the party instead. Well, I also think a part of it is she's just trying to give Jeremy some normalcy and trying to, like, yeah. actually help him enjoy things. Because they did have a pretty serious conversation yes. earlier on where he basically said, and I'll come back to this later, but he basically says... 
not in so many words, that Vicky is his Stefan. Yes. That she is, like, one of the only things that he associates with happiness after his parents' death. Yep. I had the exact same thought. Yeah. I was so... I'd never really picked up on that before this yeah. watch. That, yeah, literally the exact same thing that Elena says about Stefan being the one yes. bright spot after her parents died is exactly says, what Jeremy yep. says to Elena. That Vicky is that one bright spot yes. since their parents died. Yes. Which I think is so interesting. Yes. So much more to say about that. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot to say about that, which also is making me wonder, where's Jenna? Yeah, where is Jenna? <laughs> Writing her thesis still, I guess? I guess or so. just starting She's just it? letting I don't know. these teens just go through all of yeah. this just alone, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They're probably fine. Jeremy then has convinced Elena to mm-hmm. take him to the Halloween party, and Vicky has convinced Matt to take her to the Halloween yes. party. So now we're officially getting into the, yeah clever teens working their way around Figuring actually 14 and 18 i do think he's Still 15 at this teens. point though i looked up his birthday and it's in october so he is 15 <laughs> now love that since it's halloween he's 15 he has to be 15 but yeah. still he's 15 and she's 18 yeah so. sad we never get a jeremy birthday episode but yeah why do I we never address whatever. that yeah um but anyway they get to the the halloween party Caroline and Bonnie are there. They're witches, of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. Bonnie has been given the necklace. Yes. Um, by Caroline, which is very interesting. Yes. Very interesting how it finds its way to Bonnie. I love stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm a magic girly. I love magic. Yeah. And I love things like that when it's like the object will find you. Yes. It's meant to I find you. I do love that you. too. Yeah. So I, I do like how they do that in this show. Um. But that blonde wig should not have been meant to find <gasps> Bonnie. Oh my god. Why gosh. did they, they put didn't her have in to that? do her like that? Yeah, her when she shows up at Graham's house and she rips the wig off, she immediately looked ten times better. Yeah. I don't know why she would have the blonde wig. I don't know. I guess it's I just think, Halloween. You want to do something fun. Here's why. Because Cat Graham is beautiful and they were like, we can't let her distract from the We can't let her the be scene. the star of the show. Yeah. That's probably throw her in true, the bad blonde wig. Honestly, it might be. It could be. So, yeah, they throw in a terrible blonde wig. But it's not the worst costume, I think. Maybe in terms of um, just general vibes. Yeah. Tyler's costume as the gladiator. That is terrible. Imagine if someone, like, in high school was shirtless and wore, like, the little cape thing. So annoying. Bad. Hate Tyler. Even though he's, like, really ripped and, like, well-built and stuff, it's, like, at a high school party? It's too much. At a party? Not even, like, a high school party. A party... At your high school. It's presumably yes. being thrown by the school. How are you even yeah. allowed in the door? That <laughs> I know. Shirtless? I wonder that too. What is he doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's yeah. weird. I hate that costume. It's so uncomfortable and it odd. Is, it is odd. That's not what I thought you were going to say, though. I thought you were going to point out the fact that Alina and Matt are in oh. their couple's costume. which from last year. From last year, which I get. They both decided last minute. But I just want to talk about why they even chose it last year. Yeah, it's a Why bad would that be their couple's costume? Like, I think that okay. says... I don't know. I think this is everything you need to know about them. That well, they were that's like, exactly it. They were at Kmart picking out their exactly. couple's costume two minutes before probably last year. That's exactly why it's perfect. It sums it's, up it's so the bad. relationship. It's so bad. <laughs> it sums up the relationship between Elena and Matt where it's like, yeah, they're just boring. They're basic. Yeah. Together, yeah. they no, are basic right. small town. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, look at some small town people and they've probably dressed up as nurses and doctors. Like, oh, for absolutely. Halloween. It, it completely tracks with their entire it does philosophy as a couple it does but it just kills me every time I'm yeah like, it's bad oh, it's, it's bad so but bad. that's the point so it's it, pretty it good is, in that regard yeah it is a, a well-taken point but it is so yeah. bad that i can't not think about it every time we watch yeah especially too because i just don't understand they're both like carrying limbs for some reason it's not like they're just a nurse and a doctor they were like Ah, bloody carry, nurse and yeah. bloody doctor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Matt, you carry on a foot and Elena gets a hand for some reason. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just odd. But yeah. it tracks for a 17, would have been 16 at the time that they bought those costumes. Yes. So It does make sense, but... It makes sense. I still hate them. Yeah. And then, of course, we have the Lockwoods dressed up as the Gatsby who, couple for some yeah, reason. Yeah, who are also going to the party at the high school for some reason. Yeah, my only guess is like... 
his mayor duties require he him has to, to go be, make he has his to appearance? pull some chaperone duty or something. I don't know. You'd think you could get out of that as mayor, but I guess, yeah, I guess not. not. No one is immune to the pain of being called on for chaperone duty at the school dance, which Honestly, everyone's doing yeah. terrible since the son of the mayor is shirtless. People are clearly <laughs> spiking their drinks. Bonnie's yes. talking about how she can't drink because last year she was hungover until thanksgiving, thanksgiving. yeah, yeah. From, from halloween to thanksgiving yeah, yeah. relatable queen yeah Love her. um so yeah clearly the chaperones aren't doing a good job at no. all anyway no but yes we've come to uh the lockwoods who are very yes. interesting so they're pre-gaming at the grill as yes, one does of course the obviously. only place to go in town yes which they were there earlier in the day as well for some yep. reason yeah. Um, as was Damon, conveniently, as they happened to be talking about how to find the vampire in town yes. and how they had to stay ahead of the vampire and it couldn't find them. Meanwhile, Damon's sitting at the bar listening to every single word they're saying, which, yep. love that. Yeah. Love that for him. But then he goes back later, when they're mm-hmm. there later, um, for the party. And so... I, th- I think we're supposed to assume they've just been there that whole time. They've no, because the for... first time they weren't in costume. Were they not? No, they were just in regular clothes. Like, they were there getting... Why did they come back? I mean, it's probably the one place to eat in Misty Falls. Yeah, I guess. Lunch and dinner. Okay. Yeah. So they were All right, there. anyway. Yeah, they were there for lunch. Damon was getting a drink or whatever. He hears that oh stuff. God. Doesn't interact. Then he comes back later. He just later. knows they're going to come back for dinner? Yeah, I don't know if that was his plan. I mean, we see throughout the series, Damon loves the Mystic Girl probably He's more than anyone else. Drinking, yeah. He's always there drinking. So he might have just been like, well, if they're there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. I'm Whatever. still at the Mystic Girl drinking, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm still at my favorite yeah. place, so might as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he does go back and they're there getting their pregame mm-hmm. for the party. Of course. And this time... Um, Mayor Lockwood has is he's a jerk as usual, so he leaves, yes. and she wants to stay, and that just leaves the opening for Damon to swing in and do his sweet talking moves. Yes, which he is sweet talking her, but he pretty much immediately tries to compel her. Yeah, which he quickly learns does not work. She has Ruvain on her. Yep, she has the bracelet. It zooms yes. in. Does yeah, it little, zooms yeah. in. Lets us know she's got the bracelet on that has Ruvain in it. Yep. Um. So Damon just has to stay with his usual charms of smooth talking Which works just as well honestly <laughs> works just as well he doesn't even need the compulsion he does not need it at all he doesn't need any compulsion ever yeah yeah literally and it, through this conversation he basically cements his spot in the council he does such a good job flirting with carol i love that little scene yeah oh my god i wish i was her in that moment yeah i know i'm like yeah i would be telling him all of my secrets too he just <laughs> yeah he Easily. does such a good job Easily. Also, he when he says the "Are you happy with your husband?" Oh my! Oh my god! god. I'm like, yeah, she calls. I him might out. have been up until now, but <laughs> <laughs> not this moment. Not I'm anymore. Not. Yeah, when she calls him out, she's like, "You're flirting with me," and he's like, "You started it." It's and she goes, so cute. "You're right." Or like, she's like, "True." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which she's I like, love. Yeah, she's I like, did. "She's like, you're absolutely right. I was." Yeah. Yeah. Such it's a good just little. So great. Yeah, I also love when different characters interact with each other mm-hmm. it's just like such a unique pairing that we obviously haven't gotten before mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like a fun little conversation yeah. they have which they become like best friends this is the first pairing yeah. of them and they become like pretty good pals not to the level that he is with liz but, but, they're, still but they're still like friends they're pretty yeah. close yeah um, so it's nice to see that relationship starting to build damon and any woman over the age of like 30 just just together best of friends yeah literally best of friends yeah so much but he's not as great with the teenage crowd because he immediately leaves the girl to go to the party where he sees bonnie and asks about caroline which bonnie have we ever seen bonnie and damon interact first of all i think this is the first time they've like at least directly interacted i think one-on-one this is the first time which is important obviously she knows who he is but yeah, yeah, I know. I love them. They start from the true bottom and start from below bottom. Yeah, they they really crawl their way out. Yeah, they get there eventually. But right now it's kind of rocky. Um, mm-hmm. He sees she has the necklace on and he tries mm-hmm. to rip it off of her neck. Which I don't know why he was thinking that would work anyway. I guess he just didn't think about it really. I guess he just doesn't witch. care. It's just yeah. a necklace. It would have worked if he just ripped it off of her yeah. and took it. But yeah, he forgot to think, oh, Bonnie, Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, Bonnie Bennett. Connect the dots That's why she has the necklace. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did not think about that. So he just tries to rip it off, which it burns him. Yep. So then he 
kind of just is shocked and before he can even do anything body just turned around and runs yeah which i love which she's so smart for she just runs she is straight right. to grams yeah straight to grams which thank god grams is finally in the show i, I love, love grams. grams oh my gosh i was just thinking i love her story mm-hmm. short as it may be i yeah. she's so good i love just her teaching bonnie about being a witch is so good yeah yeah we do we got the earlier scene in the mm-hmm. episode where she's giving bonnie sort of basic witch lessons mm-hmm. and it's a nice little moment because bonnie does say like when do we get to the fun part which yeah. we've been talking about you know yeah bonnie having fun with the magic and not just it being a scary thing but grams does pretty much say like no it's like pretty serious like yeah. you have to take this seriously yeah and you can't start practicing unless you actually know what you're doing and you're ready for that danger yes exactly um yeah. which so she starts kind of coaching uh bonnie mm-hmm. in this we find out that she teaches occult at yes. the local college which yeah. is a nice little thing that will come up later in the show yeah i love that and i also love that we bonnie basically says you know everyone knows you're a witch grams and basically says it's not a secret that mm-hmm. the bennets are witches and i love that grams is just like well you know they do know but no one actually really believes, no believes. it they think i'm just a kooky old lady which i love and i think that really goes to like her well i don't know if she actually has like the alcoholic persona Mm -hmm. but like the persona that caroline and bonnie have been getting at and they're bullying in the early episodes where it's like she's putting on this act to sort of come across as kooky yeah because it works to her advantage she knows what she's doing exactly it's like she can fully be who she is but Mm -hmm. people just chalk it up to oh she's just crazy also when bonnie is there in the first scene Mm -hmm. it's before school I don't understand how all the time kids in TV shows yes. are always doing everything in the world before they go to school. Every time. This happens, I think, again in Vampire Diaries a few times. Yeah. And then other shows all the time. People will do stuff always. before school. We went to school at like... 7.45. 7 or 8. Yeah. Yeah. You're just getting up at 6. Yeah. What? Crazy. Yeah. It, I mean, unless always... your commute is like five minutes, one to your grandma's house, and then also to school, which even then... I would have, like, if I had to go to my grandma's house before school, even if it had been on the way, I would have never got there. I was, I mean, you were, like, barely making it to school on time. I barely made it to school on time, but. (laughs) But I definitely, I couldn't have even, I was, like, usually on time, and even then, it was, like, I was getting dragged out of bed. I was, like, barely making it there. Yeah, no, same. I mean, that's why I was late. Yeah, I was barely making it. But they do have one part of the teen experience, right, which is Jeremy's costume for the Halloween party. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he's just wearing a hoodie. I don't know. He's, he's just himself. Just himself. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do a costume. And he just it works looks, for Jeremy. It works perfectly. 16, 15 year old boy. Yeah. Who is just like over it and wants to see his girlfriend. Yep. It's exactly the vibe. They got yeah. him right there. Yeah. They also got right. Vicky is a vampire. Brilliant. I did think about that. I was wondering logistically where does she just pull out this vampire costume from yeah i mean it's believable enough i guess that some you know you just have costumes on hand but it just works so perfectly because it's great when matt is talking to elena about you know where did vicky go yeah. where's you can't miss her she's a vampire it's so good so it's good. a little on the nose but i like it yeah it's on the nose just enough yeah just it's enough a good amount on the nose. it's a good amount of on the nose um but of course then uh stefan gets there and he pulls vicky aside and He's really, like, trying to get to her mm-hmm. about how, like, you can't handle it here. You have the headache. You have whatever. Yeah. Which I feel like Stefan is really giving us his own uh, view into his psyche in this moment yes. when he's, like, you feel like you could, like, punch the wall or whatever he says Yeah, to you could rip someone's head off if they yeah, look you could you the rip, wrong way. Exactly. You could yeah. rip someone's All head right, off. Stefan. Yeah, really getting into a view into how he feels in some certain moments in this yeah. show. So that's interesting. Yeah. Stefan does a lot of self-reports. He always is self-reporting. Like, okay, yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm out of control. Like, okay, Stefan. He's constantly self-reporting. And then he has to pin Matt up against the wall, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Which, you know what? I also wondered at this part, and, like, you know, Matt thinks he's done something to Vicky that's wrong or something. And Stefan says, I'm trying to help her. Yeah. Why doesn't he just say, like, you know, he's an addict or, like, He's yeah. had drug problems before. Yeah. Or he, like, you know, an ex-girlfriend or, like, a, a close friend at his old school or something. I don't know. Like, Stefan, they should have had Matt on their side in that. But instead, they're having to constantly, like, take him out of the way yeah. so that they can help Vicky. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. just weird. Especially, too, because Stefan and Matt did have a good relationship. 
previous to this situation. They were starting yeah, to kind they were of be starting friendly. To kind of connect. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I have to chalk it up to. I mean, one Stefan probably in the moment doesn't feel like he has time to explain himself. At least at the party. Yeah. And two, I mean, well, I guess Stefan is 162, but yeah, it's like teens realistically, they don't know how to handle situations like this. That's so. true. That's true. I guess I have to chalk it up to that, but yeah, I don't know. I just always wonder why Stefan doesn't say something. Yeah, it feels but, like he could. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Vicky gets away, yes. and then she takes Jeremy she takes back to the Jeremy. little bus garage for a makeout yeah, set for a little makeout. Yes. Which quickly escalates. Escalates, of course, because she bites his lip. Mm-hmm. And Elena, of course, comes out of nowhere and grabs one of the, like, two-by-fours that's, of course, just by the school. Why wouldn't they have just random wooden planks? Yeah. And she starts to go after Vicky. And then Vicky starts to go after Elena. And she throws her into all the pallets. Yeah, she throws her into all the pallets. Poor little Nina Dobrev. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she had, like, a stunt double. But yeah. it would have killed her if this were realistic <laughs> that would have ended yeah. her so yeah she gets thrown around by vicky and then of course stefan comes up. in to save the day and pulls them apart mm-hmm. yeah and he it, elena tries to get jeremy back inside yeah but then vicky grabs elena's before she can get back inside and is feeding on her and also i just wanted to note when elena or nina screams she, I don't know. She's such a good scream. She like, has it's an iconic so, scream. Yes, it's so like it makes you feel such a visceral reaction. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah, she screams, and mm-hmm. I, I just noted in my mind, I was like, she's wow. a great screamer. Yeah, good scream. I don't yeah. know. It's just a random thing, but yeah, she does an amazing scream. And of course, as she's feeding on, as Vicky's feeding on Elena, Stefan stakes her. Yeah. And Vicky dies, of course. Yeah. And we sort of referenced this earlier, but I always wonder, and I still wondered, even on this rewatch, why Stefan doesn't just try to snap her neck. I do think it's because he just keeps going after after Elena, and he just sees she's going to be a constant threat to Elena, and... He's not willing to take the risk. He's just not even willing to take the risk, and, I mean, they were struggling enough as it is. Yeah. And if she's going to be constantly going after Elena's life, I guess... It's never gonna. He, it's just he, not worth he'd it, never be but, okay with that. I think that's what yeah. it is too, because, like I said, it's like, Vicky is like. I mean, it's so clear from the get go that like, mm-hmm. as a vampire, it's never gonna work for her. Yeah. It's never gonna work. Yeah. No, it's so clear, and it also makes me wonder: is it sort of like a mercy kill on Stefan's part? Like he knows how tortured his existence has been. That's true. He probably doesn't want that for Vicky. I mean, at least not deep yeah. down, subconsciously. Yeah. That brings me to the point that jeremy is there witnessing all of this yes so even then with the mercy kill give jeremy some mercy not do it in front of him i know and honestly we see which again you can say maybe elena's making it a little bit about herself but we see elena's reaction to this she sobs she is very very upset by this she's known vicky her entire life yeah she has yeah i mean i guess if we're going with your point that he doesn't really have much of a choice in that moment. Yeah. To, like, kind of stab her and get her off. I guess he couldn't not do it in front of Elena. But, yeah, why not just It's just later? I don't know. It's just an... Because Stefan wouldn't have the guts to do it at a later point. Yeah, if it's not, like, a split-second decision. Yeah, he's not going to, like, go in the middle of the night and, like, take her out because she's <laughs> a problem. No. Yeah, like, that's true. Stefan... Stefan was comfortable with getting away with it in this moment. Yes. Um, but he would never have done it after the fact. And so I think that's why it happens. But yeah, it's just so unfortunate. Elena has to be there for all of that. And Jeremy really has to be there for all of that. Because at least Elena knows what's going on. And she, although she sobs and is devastated by it, she yeah. does pretty quickly accept that it is just like what had to yeah. happen. Because she does say to Jeremy later, like, she was going to kill me. It yes. had to happen. But Jeremy doesn't know a single thing about vampires. No. He's just seeing this. He doesn't know what he's seeing, but he knows he sees Vicky get stabbed, which is just an awful thing to have Terrible. to witness yeah. of anybody, but especially your girlfriend when you just don't know anything that's going on yeah. in the supernatural world of things. And out of nowhere, she tries to attack your sister and is yeah. trying to kill her. Yeah, Trauma it's central. Traumatizing. Which then... For some reason, Elena tells Stefan to take Jeremy Mm -hmm. back to the house, and she stays with the body. 
And of course, Damon is already there, so he shows up pretty quickly. So I don't yep. think she's there too long. But that ends up just inflaring the whole situation. Yes. Yeah, they have a whole little tiff, if you will, where Elena's yeah. straight up with him. She's like, this is your fault. This is all happening because of you and because you yeah. did this. Yeah. She slaps him. I love the slap. It's so really good. Yeah. See, okay, I was actually going to say, I hate the like hitting and slapping. Not mm. because it's not like in the moment good but i just am always so uncomfortable with like women slapping men in scenes because if a man did it it would be so wrong yeah like when a woman does i don't know so it still just makes me uncomfortable not that demon isn't he's a vampire he's fine but like i don't know i just i'm like i just hate that but it it is just a way for her to channel her like anger in that moment and he takes it he he kind of knows that he deserves it yes and the real slap to me is the line because mm. she slaps him and that kind of doesn't hit. But she says, you know, how can you not care about mm-hmm. the people dying? And the line that always sticks with me is, it matters and you know it. The yes. way that she delivers that is so, like, that is the real slap. That yeah. is the real, like, yeah. I see you. I understand mm-hmm. you. And I don't believe this whole, like, act you have going on. It matters and you know it. Yeah. That always stuck with me. Yeah, I do really like that line. It is it is the real slap, realistically. Mm-hmm. And it also always makes me wonder. So then after, of course, Stefan gets Jeremy home and Elena asks Stefan to erase his memory. Oh. Stefan says, I can't. And Damon says, I can. He's already there. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, and we don't get any clarity on it, yeah. why he's there. Yeah. In my mind, I always just believe like he's coming to apologize or at least check in yes. something. I don't think he's at the point where he would apologize to her. No. I don't think he cares but he at least enough would to check recognize. A hundred percent. He's checking in. Why else would he be there? Yeah. He took Vicky's body, presumably to go bury her, mm-hmm. which of course later the body will be found. So we know that that's yes. what he's doing. He's taking her out to bury the body. Yes. Um, but yeah, he goes to the house immediately, which maybe Stefan called him, but I think he's like there as soon as Elena says No, he's it. there like when they have the conversation. I, yeah, so he was I definitely... I guess Stefan could have called him earlier, but... I doubt it. I don't think Stefan really wants no. Damon involved in any of this. So I think really Damon was just coming to kind of check yeah. in. Because again, I think that like the physical slap and the verbal slap was enough to sort of like make him kind of start to care and to kind of yeah. want to follow up and to check in and to yeah. apologize, even yeah. if not verbally yet. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But I just... This is, again, this is our final Elena misstep. She has Damon erase his memory. And Damon goes up and is erasing Jeremy's memory. And all I can think about is earlier in the episode when Jeremy basically says, Vicky's my Stefan. Mm-hmm. And then while Damon's erasing Jeremy's memories, Elena says to Stefan, all I really want, like everything I want is just forget you, forget all of this, just forget I even met you all of that, but I can't forget the way I feel about you, which is exactly what she's making Damon do to Jeremy. Exactly. Maybe she doesn't know that it will have that consequence that Jeremy isn't going to feel as strongly for her and yeah, like basically forget his feelings. Yeah. But that is the end result. And he's, she's taking that away from him, even though she just said she would never want that taken away from her. Yeah. I think she, again, Elena was being selfish throughout this whole episode. She is. She was thinking she could make judgment calls about Jeremy's Mm -hmm. health and happiness and safety. Yes. That he's able to make for himself. He's six, 15 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, he might not be able to be his own like legal guardian and whatever, but he he at least knows knows his own mind. He knows how he feels. And also at this point, especially like you know this show often is like the olympics of grief like yes. everyone in the show loses somebody and pretty much everyone loses multiple somebodies yes. and of course at this point it's only been so far elena and jeremy had lost their parents before the show even started but now in this moment it really gets going and jeremy loses his girlfriend yeah and jeremy loses his next girlfriend and, and he loses them, the next basically. one after that yeah yeah and he he loses his aunt he loses his uncle you know Everyone in the show loses people, and I've kind of always thought Elena was the one that mm-hmm. loses the most because she's so centralized in the story, but I think it's actually Jeremy. Jeremy and loses a lot, at least as much everyone. as Elena in a lot of ways because yeah. of all their family loss. Yes, exactly. But then on top of that, he loses every romantic interest he has. The other contender we can sort of put in for Grief Olympics is Matt, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. And this episode 
we know his dad's never really been around, but this mm-hmm. is the first episode where now he's experienced it and he doesn't even know yet, which is yeah. devastating. Yeah, this is such a sad episode for Matt. These first few really, I mean, I've been so so much more sympathetic to Matt on this rewatch than ever before. Yeah. Just because when you really look at it, he has a terrible family life. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of loss and has lost about as much as Elena in terms of family loss, just That's in different true. ways. Yeah. And the conversation between Elena and Matt really kills me when Elena basically has to lie to Matt. Which is exactly what she told, told Stefan in the last episode she, she doesn't, doesn't want to do. Yeah. She didn't want to lie to people. Yeah. And immediately, as soon as this vampire stuff gets in the mix, that's what she has to do yes. is lie to him. Yeah. And, like, it makes me want to cry thinking about it that, like, he's asking where Vicky is and she just has to... She just has to lie and say, I don't know where she is. Yeah. She knows that she's dead. Yeah. It's so devastating. And Matt is saying, you know, like, is this a lifetime of what I'm in oh. for when she's already dead? Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's heartbreaking. And then when obviously Elena doesn't even know what to say and she just says, you're a really good brother. You know that, Matt. Oh, oh my God. I teared up. It, I'm not afraid to admit. I yeah. teared up. I, well, I could tear up right now. We got to switch topics. Yeah. It, literally, this oh. episode, I think this is our first, like, crying episode because yes. Vampire Diaries is a great show to cry to. There's yes. so many tearjerker episodes. basically. And I don't think we've had one so far that's felt no. like a tearjerker, but this one definitely was yes. i was tearing up the second that that last song comes in yes. and they're talking all about erasing the memories and you know all of these things about yes. Stefan and elena's relationship and about elena's parents and it just really and damon everything about it everything yeah so good and you know it just ends damon comes out and he tells us it's done yeah. jeremy's memory of vicky gone. what happened is gone he took away jeremy's suffering Yes. What a place and to end And that's what it. it ends on. Oh my gosh, it's such a heavy ending. It's yeah. a heavy ending. The heaviest, yeah. I mean, this is the first real loss that we've yeah. had. You know, I think we said it in the last one that um, we haven't had very many no. main character deaths. I mean, you can't really have a main character when you're like three episodes in anyway. No. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like Tanner died, whatever. It's kind of whatever, yeah. Logan died, whatever. Vicky got turned into a vampire. Okay. And then now Vicky's and now dead. now she's dead. really actually dead. Yeah. Which is just devastating. Which brings really us to is. our in memoriam pretty perfectly. Yes. It definitely does. Yeah. The only death this episode, and definitely the worst so far, is yeah. Vicky. But on a lighter note, it wasn't Damon. It was Stefan. <laughs> Stefan's first kill. Congrats. Stefan's first kill within the show. Yeah. Yeah. And our first vampire staking. We haven't yeah. seen thus far. I think it's been feedings and... That might have been the only it, way of death. Yeah. I don't know if there's been anything else. Because some creative versions of the feeding situation. Yeah. But pretty much just feedings. So this was the first staked vampire as yeah. well. So. Yeah, first death. Truly rest in peace to Vicky Donovan. Yeah. But she deserved more. Well, she won't stay down. So we'll be no, talking about her later. No, stay down. She'll come back. Don't worry. Yeah, so we're very sympathetic to her for now. But yeah. we'll see how we feel in season three because... That'll be great. You you lose sympathy. You, you, do, you do lose, lose the sympathy. sympathy. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and I I honestly think Vicky's death has to be my out of pocket moment. Really? I really don't have any anything that I thought was so out of pocket. Well, besides I Elena one. taking away the memory. Okay, that's out of pocket too. But the moment I would say is out of because again, I think we've said this a few times where sometimes the death feels like the out of pocket moment, mm-hmm. but it's also so heavy. It's like it's, yeah, it's, it's worse not, than out it's of not pocket. The, it's not the fun out of pocket, which yeah. is how I feel about Vicky, where it's so devastating that it can't even be like mm. the fun out of pocket moment. This one to me is Elena confronting Vicky at the Salvatore house yeah. about like you can't see Jeremy anymore. That's the out yeah. of pocket to me because that's just like the like who gives you the right? Who gives you the right? If you hadn't done that, this entire day, this entire situation for different. Vicky, Vicky would have could have been probably. very different. But yes, yeah, so this one is definitely Elena being rude to Vicky is our out of pocket moment because Vicky dying is just too intense to be out of yeah. pocket. Um, yeah, I think so too. Which also, something I did think you were going to say for Out of Pocket relates to my best quote. Really? Yeah. I actually thought you were going to say it was a little out of pocket that Damon just straight up tells Vicky that he killed her out of boredom. And I love his quote where he says, 
Well, just because your life was pathetic doesn't mean your afterlife has to be. And I it's love that quote. Okay, I thought about that one for best yeah. quote. That is a good best it's quote. It's such a good quote. Um, The other one, it's always Damon. Damon always says of the course. best quotes. He has the best one um, I love the one he said to Tyler when Tyler's like, dude. And he goes, dude, come on, dude. I just thought that was such a good delivery of that. Pretty good. But I think my actual personal favorite mm-hmm. for the quote, I don't know if we want this one to be the officially named best quote because it is pretty serious, is it matters and you know it. I already gave the whole I like feel. it. No, I like it. I just, it's so impactful. Yeah. No, it is. And it's a better tone for the episode. For the episode. I think. Such a serious yeah. episode. It really fits the vibe. Yeah. Um, so Elena gets out of pocket and best quote. Yeah. Good for she her. She's a good episode, I guess, <laughs> in some ways. A bad episode, a good episode. Yeah. I don't know. But the she's there. Lows. Um, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Lowe's, song of the episode. Oh, my heart. I do have an honorable mention that oh, okay. honestly kills me to not name best song because I love this song. Mm. It is like a Vampire Diaries song that I, you know, I associate it to Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I listen to it when I'm in a Vampire Diaries mood. And that's Sleep Alone by Bat for Lashes. Oh, I do like that one. Which is what plays when they go to the Halloween party. Yeah, um, it is fun. It's just good, good it's vibes. It's so fun. And it's like a specific Vampire Diaries remix that they did for the show. Yeah. This was also on the CD that I had in 2009 of, of uh, Vampire Diaries <laughs> songs. So I love that song. So I yeah. wish I could name it best song. But the clear best song has to be. Of course. The Weight of You. The Weight of Us. The Weight of Us. Oh, no. <laughs> Cut. No, I'm just kidding. Get rid of it. We're... No, The Weight of the weight of Us. The Weight yeah. of Us by Sanders Bulky. Yeah, Bulky. I think is how we yeah. figured out how to say his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that The Weight of Us. Man. I the mean, Weight of This Episode. Yeah. That's another, like, we've already said it several times. We're like seven episodes in, and we've already said every song is a top ten best contemporary yeah. song. But this one is another, like. <laughs> so, so far, we have seven out of ten <laughs> top ten episodes. We're not going to have much left after this, like, season. Yeah, but no. This is another top ten song for me. It is. At, at least a emotional contender. Emotional one. In the emotional sad category, yes. That's I think it's up there. Yes. If it was going to be an emotional top 10, easily this yes. one's on for me. And even for an overall top 10, I mean, it is hard to say it really would be on there because like I said, I've already had named several that I'm, I yeah. think are top 10s. Um, but this one would be a contender for me. Like it would it be is. on the list. It'd be on the short list if not the actual top 10. It easily would be. Definitely. Because um, this song plays at the end of the episode through all of the dramatic moments. It yeah. plays as Damon erases Jeremy's uh, memories about Vicky. It's just... it. I really was thinking about it this episode that like... The episode is dramatic... Nina mm-hmm. and and uh, Nina and Stefan. Nina and Paul deliver really <laughs> yeah. good performances as Elena and Stefan on and the porch. Steven. Yes. I oh was thinking my gosh, he's the one that really cries? brought me to tears. Oh my god. Yeah. Steven is Jeremy. Yes. He yeah. is he you know, I think we kind of undervalue him sometimes because Jeremy's just a whatever character sometimes. Yeah. And he doesn't get a lot of emotional scenes. He doesn't get a lot of emotional scenes, but let's not forget he is Stephen McQueen's grandson who yeah. is a legendary hollywood actor yeah and this boy inherited it's some genetic. of those yeah. yeah he definitely inherited it because he was the moment that like really broke the the yeah. straw that broke the camel's back for me and crying during this episode yes. because yeah he does such a good job the song's perfect yes great episode yeah great a really episode. great episode a really emotional one so vicky's gone and the next one another great episode another really great episode yes season yeah. one episode eight yeah 162 candles yes another emotional death is coming yes and we get to meet lexi a great episode i'm very excited so but, looking forward to it yeah but we'll get into that next week yeah you're gonna have to wait till yeah. next thursday in the meantime yes. you can follow us on tiktok on instagram at the ripper diaries podcast you can listen to our podcast on spotify on apple podcasts or you can watch the video version on youtube if you're not already yeah and then we'll see you next week for 162 candles yes love that episode me too thanks for watching or listening see you next week bye bye